0: Welcome to the Uncomfortable Is Okay Podcast. I'm your host Chris Desmond and this is a place where we explore the science, the stories and the strategies of getting out of your comfort zone so you can find where your magic happens. Now this is another short episode about a few takeaway points from one of my previous conversations Back on episode 56 of the Uncomfortable Is Okay podcast, I had the pleasure of having a conversation with a young Kiwi dude by the name of Stephen McDowell, or better known on social media as the Buzzy Kiwi. Stephen's plan for his life had a bump a couple of years back. Just out of uni and working as a self-employed personal trainer, an old rugby injury came back to haunt him. Undergoing what he thought was a routine surgery, he woke up to the news that the cartilage in his hip had started dying, and he was experiencing arthritic changes. Instead of being back at work in three days, he couldn't work, walk for eight weeks, couldn't exercise for eight months. I had a bit of a chat with him on the podcast about what happened, and then his reevaluation of what was important to the way he lived his life. So here are a couple of my takeaway points from the conversation with Stephen. Stephen's life had revolved around multiple sports, but as with many young Kiwi males, the main one was rugby. He'd chosen to pursue a career in the fitness industry on top of that, so nearly everything he did revolved around sport or exercise, Uh, and if that isn't a passion, I'm not not sure what is. I've been injured often enough to know the short-term feeling of loss associated with not being able to move. But thankfully, all of my injuries are ones that I've recovered from. Uh, They've slowed me short term, but haven't stopped me being able to do anything in the long run. To have your movement taken from you, coupled with losing your main drive at the same time, is massive. Uh, And it speaks to the phenomenal resilience Stephen has that he was able to take that on board really quite quickly. I believe part of the reason he was successful in overcoming the sense of loss was that he developed something else he was interested in really, really quickly. Because Stephen knew that he was also interested in travelling from the small amounts he'd done prior to his surgery. Planning and eventually participating in some more travel gave him a sense of purpose to get out of bed in the morning. Uh, Something that I can attest to that is vitally important if you're rehabbing from an injury. Uh, He could have chosen to sit in that sense of loss, but likely that would have just led to us, uh, wouldn't have led to us having our conversation or him touching other people's lives. Stephen's ability to quickly recognise how important the sense of purpose was in his life is pretty impressive. Uh, But his strategic approach to finding a new one is probably even more so. After surgery, he identified other things in his life outside of sport and exercise that he was interested in. Then he set about researching how he could participate. He had to take into account his financial situation as well as his likely physical abilities when figuring out how he could get involved. Camp America was a perfect first step uh, and things have just ballooned from there for him. As much as Stephen says, I just make this up as I go, uh, taking the time to understand what excites him and following what he's curious about has led him down this path. Now the second point that I took away was Stephen was able to reframe this experience from being one where he lost massive parts of himself movement, career and even part of his identity to reframe it as an opportunity to regroup and learn. And this is likely another reason for his success. Having an experience is just that, an experience. Stephen was able to view this experience as an opportunity to reshape his life rather than losing the things that mattered to him. Exploring the idea of travel has led to some incredible experiences in fantastic places, as well as the opportunity to have it sustain him. And he likely wouldn't have been able to have these experiences without the injury and the results from it. If it hadn't happened, he may well still be working as a personal trainer down in Dunedin. Uh, And I don't want to put words in his mouth, but I'd be happy to bet that he'd much prefer this path that his life has taken. One of my favorite quotes from our conversation uh, that Steve gave was, it's not all rainbows and fairies. You go through some very uncomfortable times, but it's worth it for those things that you can experience. Um, And this is probably my favorite line from our whole chat. Uh, I love his viewpoint here. Uh, Uncomfortable experiences abound when we start to test ourselves and push away from what we know, from what's safe. Situations come up that we have no experience in dealing with, that can threaten us physically, uh, but usually much more likely threaten us mentally. When unfamiliar situations come up for me, I often find myself pulling back into myself, uh, trying to revert back to what feels safe, and shying away from what's uncomfortable, even though I'm excited by what lies on the other side of it. Stephen shared his method of dealing with this on the podcast, He stops, puts his back to the wall so he feels safe, and then sits and asks himself questions until he figures out what he's going to do, how he's going to get through, or around the uncomfortable. Coming back to a safe place is a great way to start. It allows us to slow things down, our breathing, and more importantly, our thought processes. And very often, these are are really connected. Getting to a safe place may not require finding a physically safe place, instead it could be a step back from a turbulent mental situation, having a little distance between your thoughts and the situation. And not getting to this safe place first can lead to mistakes. When I'm flustered, I tend to speed up, and the more I speed up, the more mistakes I make. The more mistakes I make, the more flustered I become, and it just turns into a downward spiral. But after getting safe, I can slow down, ask myself better questions and take time with the answers to give myself the best options for dealing with the uncomfortable. Sometimes life doesn't give you the time to get safe before it requires a decision, but more often than not it will. If I can train myself to get to the safe space when there's no time pressure, I'm more likely to be able to do it when the pressure is on. And my decisions are more likely to be the ones I'm proud of when I look back. After all, we don't rise to the level of our expectations, we fall to the level of our training. Stevens made this method work for him, and as far as I can see, it seems to serve him pretty well. The final thought that I want to leave you with is this. It isn't all rainbows and fairies, but if you can navigate your way through the uncomfortable, You may see a few on your journey, and to me, that's well worth the trip.